Good morning. How you doing, man? Very good. How you doing? How was your weekend? Bank holiday weekend? Oh, How did mate, you spend it? Was it? Just, it was Easter-tastic. I, I decided to stay at home this year. You know, I thought I, the world's a busy place. I'll just chill out in my apartment, you know, do some fingerboarding uh, and just chill. That's what I just did. Lots of chocolate. Any chocolate? Any chocolate eggs? Do you do like a little Easter egg hunt by yourself? I did not. My local supermarket is not stocking Easter eggs, so I had a, a lemon tart. That's nice. It was very that's nice, actually, yeah. That's quite Eastery in a way, I suppose. Yeah, Gee, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got the news show, what we, and there's some news, a little bit of news. There's a little bit of news, but uh, Matthew, you came up with mm. a very ingenious idea. Let's let's hear it. Come on. Okay, so I figured, right, this is a good time to plan ahead during lockdown and do some research. Right. Um, so Two things reckon... that you love doing. Yeah, exactly. So we, we, maybe we give ourselves like a challenge. So if you tell mm -hmm. me something that you want to find out about a route you want to do, and I'll give you the same, and then we go away and find out a little bit logistics for the other person, you know? Okay, I've got one. Okay, what's yours? Okay, so I want to go, some people might say uh, why, but I want to go mm. trad climbing in Scotland. Uh, so I want you to find me somewhere slightly out there but also right. like doable, not like crazy hard. And I also want to go with somebody that knows what they're doing so they can teach me. So um, yeah, because you, need, you need to find me a partner as well. You haven't done a lot of trad, right? I mean, we went trad timing once. Is that yeah. the only time? Uh, that is the only time. So I, I don't right. necessarily want to do anything hard. I just want to do something pretty easy, but I want to like, okay. I want to have somebody there that can like take me through the basics as well. I don't want to do a course with any other people. I want private tuition. I'm rich and I'm dead sexy. Okay, that's that's simple. All right, so I'll find out where in Scotland yeah. you're not going to get eaten alive by midges. I'm going to have to find out some kind of an instructor uh, and work out a bit of logistics. So how you get from Morzine to somewhere in Scotland. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. What okay. do you want to do? All right, so for me, I've always dabbled with it, right? It's always been like, when am I going to climb the north face of the Eiger? And I've always been like, eh, I had a mate fall off it recently and broke his leg. I don't really want to go down that route, but lockdown, I want to go and do that thing. So I'd like to know um, how I get from Chamonix to the base of the Eiger. Mm -hmm. I kind of like to know how many days it would take if I'm being conservative, you know? I don't really want to do it in a push. Um, okay. And just any other information that would help me do it. Like I know that I want to do the 1934 route, uh, the classic route. I know that route, but anything you can like help me out with in terms of like how to do it would be awesome. Okay, fine. All right. So like stuff needed. Uh, do you want me to go down to like equipment needed and, and that kind of stuff? It's up to you. Like I think I've got a vague idea of that, but it's more like where I'm going to stop on the route for a bivvy and how I get down as well. Like I know how to get up the thing, but once you're on top of the thing, how do you get off the thing? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have a look into it. All right. And we'll see you back here in an hour. Yes. 11.15. Time is limitless. Doesn't matter. All right. I'll see you in an hour. All right. A few moments later. Okay. Uh, how was the research? You all good? Research was good. I'm ready to give you a very <clears throat> thorough briefing. Okay, all right. I hope mine is thorough. Uh, sh should we start with the news? Because there is a bit of news, even though sort of we're in lockdown. There are some countries that aren't on lockdown and some climbers doing some stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Go on, you go first. What have you got? Anthony Goulstein, uh, famous for falling on me 
uh, nearly breaking my wrist a couple of years ago. Anthony Goldstein landed on oh, the like So now I'm in an ambulance. He's in Finland and Finland lockdown rules are a bit different. They're allowed out to climb, they're allowed to do more stuff. And he's climbed a new, a first ascent called Silver Lining. Uh, it's 8C hard boulder and the thing looks freaking terrifying like it's high it's got thin moves um, and it was first discovered 20 years ago and this is the first time that someone's done the project so pretty cool from anthony nice one apparently it's the second hardest boulder after the lapno project yeah which says something which is <laughs> cool what, nailed, what's, the, what's the name of that again the project uh, it's called silver lining no, no, but what's the one that Anali did? Uh, the, what's the Lapno project? Oh, uh, Burden of Dreams. Burden of Dreams. Burden of Dreams. What a boulder. Uh, I, we bring this up quite often, but what would you call your boulder problem if you had one? God, I don't know. You're not, you're not um, allowed to call it the Matt Groom boulder problem. Okay, fine. I think I call it pork belly. I suppose it kind of depends on the actual problem as well, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I'd imagine it's going to be thuggy. It's going to be a delicious boulder problem. Uh, and it would involve a lot of fat. So pork belly would be my, um, my choice. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, right, I've got news. This is news that we kind of didn't report on a while ago. Uh, mm. But it is news. And it's basically that um, Paul Robinson climbed REM, which is on the Dreamtime boulder. First ascended by Giuliano Camaroni last year, initially graded at 80 plus. It's when Giuliano Camaroni went on a mild male storm of mm. sending last year when he did two 80 pluses in a week or something. Anyway, Paul Robinson came along and repeated it uh, and downgraded it to 8B plus. Uh, his reasoning mm. was that he used slightly different beta and he used a foothold, which Giuliano Camaroni couldn't use. I think Giuliano is a little bit smaller than Paul. Paul, in, uh, in climbing terms, is quite a tall guy. So mm. could use his wingspan or footspan or whatever you want to say in order to uh, climb it. But 8C plus to 8B plus is quite a big downgrade. Uh, so there was a little bit of a furore uh, around this. In his defense, Paul said, look, I've used different beta. This beta worked for me. Uh, so therefore, I feel like it's an, a slightly easier boulder, V14 rather than V16. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's a, it's a decent decent downgrade from Paul, uh, and apparently there was fisticuffs and fights really? between the two of them. No, there was. Uh, I was about to say, of all people, I can't imagine Paul Robinson getting into a fight about grades. He seems very mellow, very chill. No, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with him. Okay. I reckon. I reckon he'd have you. Right. Maybe he's got that secret skin. Maybe he's just dirty. He would just like, you know, knee in the crotch, scratch your eyes out, throw dirt in your eyes, something like I that. Think, no, I think he's by the book. He's by the book, oh, but okay. he does it well. Like, I mean, I reckon he'd probably get a book out and hit you in the face. Oh, I'm a hot case, he says. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the best news show imagery I've ever had. Uh, cool. All right. Why, what you got? Uh, Jimmy Webb. Uh, so we sort of missed this. I think it sort of happened as we all got locked down. So there were things to sort of other things to do. But uh, he did a client called Poison the Well, which is 8C plus in uh, Chionic. Is it Chionico? Chironico. 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 I think Chironico. You got to roll Chironico. your eyes, Matt. Chironico. Chironico. Very good. Wow, I just, Very I good. just, I just did that out by camera. It was a bit weird, um, but it looks like a savage line. Uh, but I think the thing to take out of this is the kind of form that Jimmy Webb's in, just sort of cruising V sixteen. Uh, so what a shame, he got locked down. Had to go home. Really, Could have when been is Jimmy Webb season. not in good form though? Just do you reckon? It, do you reckon he's kind of like you know in um, in uh, Avengers Endgame when Thor just goes totally off his game 
and gets mm. and grows like a big beer belly. Yeah. Do you reckon Jimmy Webb, like, and like, remember when Ricky Hatton, when he wasn't fighting, he'd just go like McDonald's, Burger King, beer, crazy, and become really right. fat, but then get back into shape. Do you reckon Jimmy Webb, when we don't see him, is just some fat sloth? Well, so right now he's in his home just downing crates of beer and barbecue. Yeah. He's just got it all over his face. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's but... in his beard. He's got barbecue sauce in his beard and he's massive and he's just there, like, playing. Uh, midnight up in, until like the early morning hours just having yeah. beers with his mates and having the I mean, best be, time. To be fair, that's what I am. I just have to, I, I scrub up a little bit between these sessions we have and that's just me 90% of the time. Except covered in cheese because I'm in France. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And also really fat. Yeah. How do you do it? You get really fat and then you get really thin like even in the same day. That's, that's a challenge. Well, I try. I just purge. But uh, it's a different conversation. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's all the news I've got. That's it. That's newsed. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm. A, I am unused. <laughs> you news too? Is that it? I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, all newsed up. Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a news. That there's not much news. Several bad puns later. Okay. So it's a challenge. We're on the challenge. Yes, we're on the challenge. Uh, can I go first? Yes, go first, go first. So uh, I wanted to climb the north face of the Eiger. I think I said to you 1934 route, I meant 1938 route, my mistake. 1938 route, sorry yeah. I got, bit, I got a little bit confused, Matt. Mm, that wasted sorry. about 20 minutes of my research time. I spent 20 minutes researching the wrong place for you. Uh, I had a full script written. Turns out where I was researching uh, is actually near Bristol, not Scotland. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Easy mistake to make, I'm sure. Um, you, my, yours is a lot more specific than mine, which probably helps me quite a lot. Mm. So after reading quite a lot of like how to climb the Eiger and like figuring out which route you wanted to do, you basically got two options. Okay. okay? And uh, w like, and the options are based around the bivy that you take. So there's two main bivies uh, yeah. on the Eiger route. Um, the first one is by the brittle crack. Okay, mm -hmm. so this is what this is your itinerary for for staying in the brittle crack. Day one, drive to Grindelwald. Yeah. Leave car in Grindelwald. Get the last train to Eiger Gletscher train station, which is at the okay. foot of the Eiger. Nice. You then bivy there, but you're not allowed to bivy in the train station, so you have to find somewhere to bivy. Okay. Okay, you follow me? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't see you taking notes. Sorry, I've just I, I, this is going to be on video forever, so I'll just watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, and then you, um, so you bivy, and then you, you start at a decent time, and you basically start climbing up. Yeah. Uh, you follow the guides. I'm not going to go through the whole, like, route by yeah. route, whatever. Uh, then you get to um, the bivy by the brittle crack, which is just after the traverse, the scary traverse, the traverse of the okay. gods, whatever it's called. So quite low down on the route-ish. But not as low down as death. Uh, death uh, okay. one is, is lower down. Okay, cool. Um, so this is like this is a good push into the route to get. This to is the a good push into bivy. the route. Yeah, yeah. So it's not okay. such a good good bivy as the death bivy. It's like a two man bivy. Okay. Um, and then so that's quite a long day. And then the next day you do the rest. It's like just kind of like maybe about three or four pitches below the summit, I believe. Then you okay. get to the top, and then you're in good time so that you can descend. And the descend comes on the west flank. It's kind of more scrambly, but there's also lots of time points if you need them. But generally speaking, if it's dry and there's good weather, you can just scramble down, and it's the quickest, okay. the quickest descent. So the west flank. 
Okay. I like, I like this plan because um, I like the idea of getting most of it done on day one. You know, like mm -hmm. going for a big push, having a chill, and then finishing the thing off for the next day. And also that would allow me to get time in, down in time for beers, presumably in the afternoon of the second day as well. Okay, all that stuff that you just said means that you're not going to like the second option. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, right. All right. So day <laughs> two is, option two is you take your car to Grindelwald, you stay the night in Grindelwald, you get the first train up uh, to Eigerschletzer, and then you go to the Death Bivy, which is like a little bit further down, earlier in the route. Yeah. Um, and then that's your kind of like a shorter day. So you'll arrive there like, I don't know what time. It'll be like a couple of hours after starting. Uh -huh. Next day, you get up and you do the lion's share of the climb. You get all the way to the summit, and then either you've got two options. Either you, you bivy at the summit ridge, and apparently there's lots of good bivying at the summit ridge, or that same day you descend the west lake again. Uh, okay, that sounds like a safer option, you know what I mean? Because you're like, as in yeah. you're going to take a bit longer, you know, you, you give yourself a bit of breathing space within the route, I guess. Yeah, so basically that one, I think you've got like that short first day so you get to acclimatize it's not such a crazy day you can kind of gear yourself up for that next day you're already in the mountains so your mindset's kind of there for that big day mm -hmm. on the second day and then you have the option of like bivying uh near the summit ridge or going down if you feel like you've got enough time i'd say that that second day if you if you descend that set that second day that's a long 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 day but yeah. you're used to that matt you do this all the time in chamonix so why you, you say that i mean i try i try to avoid it as much as possible a lot of effort and a lot of, a lot of sun <laughs> Um, so I, I, uh, just a couple of notes I wanted to give you. Um, yes. Obviously, the, uh, the, the, the getting the right weather and getting the right um, season is, is, is obviously very important. Um, one of the tips I got was download the Meteo Swiss app, which is a very good, accurate uh, weather app Okay. Uh, for going. So that's, that's a good one. The other one is uh, one of the most important uh, um, pitches to find is the difficult crack. So apparently it's kind of quite scrambly. It's quite feety up to uh, up to there, but that's when the, the the serious climbing starts basically. And if you can find that um, pitch well, then you can basically map the whole route off the rest of that, and you know you can okay. you can kind of get it from from the toppers and stuff like that. But that is uh, that's the most important one. So those are my two little tidbits. Uh, also, there is another option, very very quick option. You can Udi stack it and do it in one day. Yeah, see, my mate tried to do it in one day and he fell off the top and broke his ankle and I had to helicopter, I had to phone the mountain rescue to get him pulled off the mountain. So that, that as much of a good idea as that sounds. Or you I'm, Killian John here in a pair of uh, running trainers. Well, I'd do that in shorts, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. all right. I'm going to go Killian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do that. <laughs> nice. Just make sure somebody's been before you and laid all the rope for you. Oh, heck yeah. Like, I want it tracked. You know what I mean? I want full stepped out tracked. Easy as possible conditions, please. There you go. So what do you think? Are you up for it still? Are you, what are you thinking? I, I'm, I'm definitely down. My problem is, is we're going to be out of lockdown possibly in some point in May, which I might have missed the spring season for it. So it might have to be autumn. But this is good because this is initial planning stages and then get fit over the summer when we're allowed out of our houses and then autumn, boom, smash the north face of the Eiger. There you go. Thanks, what a great, great plan. No, no worries. That is, that is honestly super useful. Uh, that's great. So your one, uh, you wanted to go track climbing in Scotland. Um, yeah. So I've made it more specific, all right? Because it turns out there's a lot of trad climbing in Scotland. So well, I, I thought I, you had to, yeah. Yeah, I focused my attention uh, and I've got some logic for this. So 
I've gone for, and I know it's a classic, but I've gone for the old man of Hoy, okay? Nice. The, the, the reasons I've done this is you wanted remote. Boy, is it remote. Perfect. Uh, the original route is E15B. And the reason that's good is that when you and me went trad climbing in the Lake Districts, the mm -hmm. hardest route we did was E15B, that run out one. Mm -hmm. So you've done the grade, you know what you're doing. Um, Sounds terrifying. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a classic. I think it's like, you know, four or five pitches. Um, can't exactly remember, but it's four or five pitches. Uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like, there's obvious cruxes in that route. Now, I've sorted a guide for you. Um, and the guide for you is Jesse Dufton. Uh, he was <laughs> Very the, good. <laughs> he's the first blind climber to lead the old man of Hoy. And, and my reasoning with this is that you don't really know what you're doing. And he's blind, so it's kind of the blind leading the blind. If you see what I've done there, eh? Very good, very good. Uh, so I've, I've dropped him a message, he's down with it, uh, so that's cool. Now, is a faff to get to, I'll be honest. You wanted remote and it's remote. So you've got two options from Geneva. You live in Morzine, so you can fly from Geneva to Inverness. The problem is you're going to have to stop off in Amsterdam for about four hours, but I figured you can entertain yourself in Amsterdam on the way if you have to have... Well, I might even do a stopover, who knows. Um, other options... Are there, are, there no, are there no direct flights to, from Geneva to Inverness? I mean, at the moment, Skyscanner is a little bit hit and miss, I think, considering all the airlines are down. So possibly, okay. <laughs> possibly. Right. According to Skyscanner, no. Um, but you could direct it to Edinburgh and then get a car and drive, because whatever, you're going to have to get a car. So if you go to Inverness, you hire a car, and it's a two and a half hour drive from Inverness uh, up to, best name ever, uh, Scrabster, which is the Is that on the, north on the north coast? Yeah, it's or up, on the up west near Thurzo. Thurzo, okay. am I saying okay. that right? Yep. Um, so from Scrabster, you then get a ferry to Hoy, okay? Uh, there's a lot of like complications about what the ferries are, but I don't think you can take a car on the ferry, so you're going to have to pack fairly light. Uh, and because of this, and because I know you're a man of discerning tastes, I've booked you the most expensive hotel that I could possibly find on a tourist website. Um, it's called The Shore. It looks lovely. Uh, about 95 on, quid a on, night. On Hoy. On, on, Hoy, on the island of Hoy. It, in, of Hoy. A, in a bay called Radwick Bay. Perfect. Yeah, Sounds there amazing. is other options. You could, yeah, but you could bother it up in Radwick Bay as well, uh, which is the other option. But, you know, I know, I know you're a man who likes his hotel. So I've booked you a lovely hotel. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, 95 quid a night. We'll, we'll put it on Epic. It'll be fine. They'll, they'll are we, are me and Jesse sharing a room? I figured you'd just go single room. I mean, this is the first trip out. Like, just go for it. What, just me and Jesse get a room each? Yeah, room each. Why not? Just okay. push the boat out. Um, would would Jesse's um, uh, normal be there be there, or would I be in charge of? Because I, I feel like she had quite a big part in him leading the old man of Hoy. Would I? She did. Yeah. Um, I think Jess is going to be your main bee there, but she's probably going to come along. Uh, and I'm also going to okay. be there with a the drone just to film you. By the way, uh, but I'm staying in the bobby because I know budgets are tight. Uh, Gear-wise, it's normal stuff. You abseil off the top once you've done the route. Uh, so just a normal rack of, of cams, nuts, all the rest. Big mm -hmm. abseil off the top of the thing once you've finished. Watch the tides because the tides do come up. So you want to kind of hit it within the tidal period. And I don't know okay. what that is. So you're going to have to research that. But I don't have to worry about that because Jesse will be, be there. He will do. But the problem is, is the normal walk takes 45 minutes, right? I remember in the film, uh, the film he did with Alistair Lee, it took him about four hours. So you're going to have to factor that in to your planning. Okay. Right. Just get up a little bit earlier. Yeah, just, just you know, take a, take a stroll. Um, but that's it, really. That's, that's your sport, uh, trad climbing trip.
I think that I think that's perfect. I'm I'm very psyched about that. I'm psyched about the old man of Hoy. I've never been up that north of Scotland before. I've, my okay. grandparents used to live in Brora, which is up in Sutherland, which is like a probably about an hour south of Thurzow. So I I've been north of Scotland, but not so north, and that seems okay. that's out there, and I like that. I'm, it's I'm, an adventure. I'm, right? I, that's an adventure. I'm keen. I'm very keen. Nice. nice. Thanks very much. I'm, that's I'm it. psyched. Yeah. Boom. Back to the motherland. Yes. Uh, what do we do now? Comment of the week or medias? Let's do medias. Let's pick it up with David Petz's video. Film. Mm. Sorry, not yes. video. Film. So basically, <laughs> um, this is a film about Emma Twyford. Emma Twyford was the first woman to climb uh, 9A. A British, first British woman. woman. British woman. To climb yeah. 9A. Uh, she did it with an ascent of the Big Bang, which is a climb. Ooh, it's somewhere in Wales. Yep. Somewhere okay. else. <laughs> uh, third ascent in total after James McAfee and somebody else in the 90s, can't remember who it was, did the first ascent. Um, hugely impressive route. And David Petz, who works with us, does a, the Blockfest stuff, does a whole bunch of other stuff with Louis Parkinson and other climbers. He documented this over a period of two years. I remember when he first came to me and he said that he was going to do it. Um, and it was just like a kind of almost like a hobby. It was like, oh, I'm going to try and film him for a bit kind of thing. Anyway, two years down the line, he was able to put this whole thing together. It The edit took quite a while. He got a whole, whole bunch of help from very, very talented people. Um, but for the lion's share of the work was done by by himself. Um, but what the result is, and I've seen the film, I've been lucky to have seen like a private screening of it, is a beautiful, emotional journey that you're kind of taken on by David. Um, of Emma battling with his 9A and by the time that she finishes and does it it's I'm not gonna lie I had a tear in my eye it was wow. it's, it's a beautiful film it's very very moving anyway we did it uh, we did an interview with these two on Monday but here's a little clip here's a little teaser of the film it feels so long ago that I was first walking across Lower Pentarin it wasn't really about the grade of 9A on Big Bang. It was about going down and having a play and having fun. And I was just curious about the route. After my first session on Big Bang, I was hooked and it became an addiction. But I didn't really know what I was letting myself in for. How hard is 9A? I mean, that's a big question. 9A is like cutting edge, really. Pretty much as hard as it gets in the UK. You can fight it out and battle it. You just can't pull your way through it. You've got to technically climb through the thing. The reason we're doing this is because uh, there's going to be a premiere of this film on Friday. Is it at the BMC YouTube channel, maybe? It's on their Facebook page. So if that interview okay. Hugo's talking about, there's a link. Well, I'll put, I'll put the link to the BMC page. It's at 8 p.m. UK time on the BMC Facebook. And it's one of those watch party things. So it'll only be available if you're on Facebook watching it with everyone else. Yeah, so at 8 p.m. And I, I would say, I would urge you to watch it because it's brilliant. Mm. It is a really, really very touching, beautiful. I've, I've run out of superlatives to describe this movie. It's very Just good. It. It's watch it. Just watch it. Uh, nice. But yeah, that's uh, so yeah, check out the interview as well because the interview is very good. Uh, nice. And they've got very good posture, which I'm always surprised mm. about. People sitting up very straight. I always slouch. Yeah, anyway. uh, they were they were unbelievably hungover during that. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. <laughs> that, that's why. <laughs> there yeah. we go. 
Ah, the boys. Okay, so okay. Uh, my media is uh, Epic TV Media. Um, now, we're all in lockdown. A lot of people are training on fingerboards at the moment. And just to show off how good Epic TV internships are is Teresa, who is uh, our Epic TV intern at the moment. She's working a lot with the content side. She did a six-week training program with uh, Max Climbing uh, with the Spinch Board, which is a very cool board you can flip. She did six weeks of training using a sort of Beast Maker style uh, plan. Um, she filmed the whole thing. Uh, I did a bit with her here in Chamonix. She did a whole bunch herself, and it's like a little video diary of her process through this. So here is a little teaser of that. Hi, I'm Teresa. I'm an intern here at Epic TV, and I've been climbing for the past few years. In the past year, I've been going to the gym more frequently, and every weekend I'd go climbing outdoors never skip the weekend and I've been taking off half a grade about every three months and now I've gotten to the point of climbing 7a on site or second go so now I feel that to get to a higher grade I want to get to a higher grade I need to put in the work and stick to a training program I've hangboard a bit at the gym before but I never followed a plan but now I'll stick to a plan for the next six weeks and I'll take you along with me. I'll test how much I can hang on for on the good pocket, which is three centimeters deep, the sloper, and on the shallow pocket of just two centimeters. I'll do the same test in six weeks to see if I've improved. So there you go, pretty cool. And she, she, I'm not going to give it away, but let's just say that gains were made uh, and you can buy that uh, hangboard on the Epic TV shop if you want. Very good. Uh, yeah. Okay, next up, we've got a film from Hugo Paramontier, uh, who is a French climber. Uh, back in... Back at the start of this year, he was the first guy on the 9B counter for this 2020. He climbed... Um, he climbed, not Slovak Direct, he climbed <laughs> Eagle Four, which is an Adam Andre route uh, in France uh, somewhere. Uh, I'm going to tell you exactly where it is in two seconds. Saint-Léger du Ventoux, which is in kind of like southern France. Anyway, he did the second ascent of it, super hard route. Uh, the video is now up on epictv.com. Go check it out, it's really, really cool. Hugo is one to look out for the for the future, and the 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 video is very well shot. It's got some very funky music in it as well, mm. and lots of shouting, and he pulls some funny faces. So um, <laughs> sold, sold. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. name, Joe. I've got one more hand picked, which is uh, a route, uh, a video of the Slovak Direct, which is uh, on Denali in Alaska. Uh, it's one of those super remote alpine climb routes. It was shot way before the coronavirus is just the videos come out now uh english is a bit of a problem when you watch it the subtitles but not in english so watch it for the aesthetics and for the quality of the video on that line because although there are videos of that line i reckon this one nails it the best so if you want to see a really out there alpine route uh handpick from the web epic tv website just scroll down and every day we're putting up new embeds on that and that's one of them up at the moment so pretty cool also just want to make a note if you are a spanish speaker and you mm want to watch climbing content in Spanish, go check out our Epic TV España channel and subscribe, because uh, it's very good. And the guy's working very hard to put out lots of content for you, even though they're in lockdown. Uh, so go go check them out, go subscribe. There'll be something nice. kicking around nice. somewhere. Matt will put it in. Yeah, I'll stick it up. Uh, uh, comment of the week. We, we've 
people have been saying that we haven't been doing the jingle for Comment of the Week. So do you, do you want to do a, a song in different parts of the world? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. I'm just going to go for it. Ready? Three, two, one. Comment of the Week. Lockdown special. Oh, da, 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 da. That's very good. Um, I got one for you, actually. It's from a gentleman called Jim Cox. Uh, and he says, Hugo, all those empty hangers, did your family leave you? Are you okay? Now, uh, I basically wanted to ask you live on air because he's obviously spotted the empty hangers behind you uh, in the last news show, apparently. Uh, can't see them now, but are you okay? Uh, thanks very much, Jim Cox. That was actually going to be my comment of the week. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but they, it's good that you pointed out because they are still there. I'm in my spare room. Um, right. I had to set up the office somewhere, guys. We don't all have offices just for ourselves, do we? Mm. Uh, so I'm in the spare room uh, where we currently have nobody staying, luckily. So that's why right. there's empty hangers. Um, so, but I am, I am okay. I went through some things in my life, okay. Uh, okay. but I have reached a place where I'm quite happy to be in a room that has empty things in it because I know that my life is full. Full of crazy things and beautiful wow. things. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I don't know if I'm reassured by your answer or whether I should send help. Like, I don't know what to do. What do I... Please send help. Please send help. Please yes. send help. <laughs> I mean, you're um, lucky you've got an office. My office is my bedroom, which is my kitchen, which is a bit of my bathroom. So, you know. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <sighs> j j joshing. I'm joshing. Joshing, I'm just, yeah. I'm joshing. Uh, right, my... my um, uh, my, Read comment my, my comment of the week is uh, something else because I can't do that one anymore um, <laughs> Justin Connor says mesmeric nice vocab Hugo now I'm not entirely sure when I said mesmeric last week but I'm pretty sure when I was on some kind of reverie about a film and I think the film was the Nali Hukataiva one hmm. you know when I was saying it was mesmeric yeah. you know what I mean it's uh, a good word it is a good word, isn't it? Mesmeric. I don't think yeah. I've really ever used it before, but it just came out when I was um, regurgitating how amazing I thought that film was. If you haven't watched that <laughs> film, you should go and watch it. It's incredibly it's good. Good. Nadi yeah. good. It's very good. It's a great name. Nice. Uh, is that I think it? we're done. I think that's it. My recording camera's about to run out, so this is perfect timing. Um, I just wanted to shout out one thing before we left, which is uh, Epic TV Shop. We are still delivering stuff. Hangboards, training gear especially, we're all back in stock. So do go and check that out if you're going mad in lockdown and you need a fingerboard. Uh, and also, 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 this new show is a podcast as well. So we're putting it up on our podcast page. So if you want to listen to us uh, in the car or something, if, you, if you're allowed to get out, or just as you're wandering around your house, go to iTunes, go to Spotify. Uh, no, just go to iTunes at the moment. Uh, and it's on there, the new show as a podcast, if you just want to hear our voices as well as seeing our faces. Uh, and just to say that if anybody's hung out for this long, um, what, what little tidbit have you got for them? Matt, go. Uh, one bottle of wine a night is probably okay at the moment, justifiably. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to love you and leave you with a little poem. It says, Ooh. roses are red, violets are blue. It's Easter this weekend and I love you too. Wow, that was not what I was expecting. Thank you so much. I feel better. I know I, was, I wasn't really talking to you.